0: Uh, Marshall Goldsmith Mm -hmm. wrote a great book called Triggers. Um, When we can Mm -hmm. recognize our trigger, um, maybe, maybe if we're intentional, we can respond differently. Mm -hmm. The whole goal again is to be able to be an inspiring leader.
1: Hi, hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to season six of the 15 ish minute coffee chat, a conversation providing tips for every entrepreneur and business owner.
2: An expert in small business consulting and owner of dale carnegie hawaii Jenka Kaeo, host selena of how only socially inspired and anna of nomad about to share her expertise on excellent leadership qualities and how you can develop them as a small business owner
0: ah, yes. ah.
2: hi everyone okay, happy monday yeah. yeah if it looks a little different um if you are watching this Uh, on video and not in our podcast. Um, I have a different environment today because I I am back home in Hawaii and I'm so excited. So it's early today. (laughs) And our guest is from Hawaii. So I'm super excited about that. So Hi! Yeah, we are. What's hi! On? Yeah, we are
1: super excited about mm-hmm. our guest today, Jan Cayo. Mm-hmm. That comes from Dell Carnegie. We're gonna tell you all about her. Um, before we yeah. jump into that, though, just a really quick recap with last week's guest. We had a great guest last week, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, super awesome. Yeah, amazing conversation. I, mean, I stay ten. T-
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, amazing conversation with Janae, just about like getting out there with social media, being present in your business, like really like just Mm -hmm. doing all the things that you need to do to make yourself successful, even if you're not quite certain how exactly to do it, which I think is something that every owner, business owner, every entrepreneur has experienced at some point in their life, right?
2: Yes, 100%. And I think, you know, when we talked about it, it's just all about being, being present, when you can and but it's the same struggles whether you're a geologist you're Miss America you're you know what I mean a teacher a therapist that is the same struggle that we all have is that we know in today's market you have to use social media to kind of like market yourself right so exactly yes exactly those those four titles are people that have been on our show you guys so it's like yes (laughs) yes That's right, a anyway. geologist, Miss
1: America. Yes, it is four titles of people yeah. that have been honored. Yeah, which is awesome, right?
2: Um,
1: yeah. So okay, so today's topic is all about leadership, and we're kind of doing oh, yeah. a little bit of a different format. So let's just start really quick with asking our first question. Anybody who's yeah. watching us right now, like, are you a good leader? Do you consider yourself to be a good leader? Pop your answers in the yeah. question. pop yeah. your answer in the comments because i'm really curious like how you view yourself now i'm a solopreneur right like i run my own business i don't have any employees it's just me myself and i that does all the work so am i a good leader do i consider myself a leader at all like these are big questions and do you need leadership skills if you don't have employees like yeah we're going to touch on some of this today with jan so i'm super excited about that
2: yes She's a perfect person, seriously. Like I'm excited. And I know I just know the answer she would, I know how she'll answer that question to you, Anna. But um, okay, so you guys, our call to action is down there. Tell us in the comments so Jan can see some of it while we're live. If not, we'll make sure she sees it after. But do you can self- consider yourself a good leader? Um yeah. okay, well, let's um, I guess like let's bring up, I'm gonna bring up her bio so we can you guys can get to know a little bit about who Jan is. Um, yeah, I'll let you read like the first paragraph. I mean,
1: okay. Yeah. So yeah. So Jan assists individual teams and organizations to increase Mm -hmm. their effectiveness through executive coaching, consultation, and workshops. She supports organizations in facilitating change, increasing productivity, and improving quality. All things everyone needs organizations, big or small change, productivity, quality, all the kind of stuff. So we're super excited to have her on with us today. I'm I'm going to just read her bio, but I do want to point out two things. She was the 2020 small business leader of the year. Recognized by the Pacific Business Journal and the 2020 Millennium Club recognition. Recognized by Dell Carnegie and Associates. So this is not some small fry like lady. We're talking about somebody yeah. who's got some power behind her words. She's got experience, yes. she awards, and recognition, and she knows what yeah. she's talking about, right? Yes.
2: So we're so excited we get to share her with people today. Like. You know, we just, and I say this all the time, like when we ask guests to come on, we, you know, we are intentional on who we ask because we know we want to provide value to people that like listen in because that's your time. And, you know, we always are like, please say yes, please say yes. And so I'm just (laughs) excited that Jen said like, of course. And, you know, just before we came on, she's like, I'm so happy to support you all. So um, you guys are in for a treat today. So I will take this down, Anna. And I mean, I guess let's just like, Let's bring Jan in. Hi, (laughs) Jan. Good morning. Good morning. morning. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you for also being up early with me. Like, I'm in your neck of the woods today, Jan. So, um, absolutely. We we already have a comment. Sandy said, I've been in management most of my life and I've done tons of leadership. I think I'm good. <laughs> Which is awesome, right? Yeah. So, Jan, would you just say, like, when you can recognize that you are, that's a good trait? Like, you, you're the confidence is there.
0: Yeah. So, everything begins with confidence, right? Um, if you are more confident, you act or behave in a way that demonstrates that level of confidence. So, good for Sandy.
2: Yay. Yeah. Ah.
1: Yay! Oh my gosh! Already, right here. Here. Okay, our first so tip, here. right? Yes. Fake it till yes. you make it. It's almost like the yeah. message behind <laughs> that. If, even if you're not feeling it like internally, do just you know, yeah. act with that confidence, like you know what you're doing. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting. um uh, Amy Cuddy, who is a great writer about um, presentations and presence, um, says, "Fake it till you become it." Oh, so. I like that better. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. So I like so, that
2: way better. Yeah. You
0: know, leadership is really a journey, right? So it's, mm-hmm. you, if you think that you've arrived, um, you kind of stop growing and it's okay to plateau and, you know, rest on your laurels for a little bit, recognize your accomplishments, mm-hmm. um, recognize what you do well. Cause I think that's really important, especially as we have gone through COVID over the last, what is it now? 14, yeah. 16 months. Uh, but yes. if you're not green and growing, um you're we say that you're kind of ripe and rotting. Oh.
2: <laughs> ripe and rotted. I'd <laughs> yeah. rather be green and growing. And that is there the you other go. thing I'm writing down.
0: <laughs> there down you go. <laughs> I,
2: right? Green and growing. There's something to be okay. said
1: about that though, because when you think about it, like nobody expected COVID to happen, right? So if a leader mm-hmm. is like, resting on their laurels like, I got this, I know what I'm doing, there's you know, I can go through anything, but then COVID was like a slam from the side that nobody expected, right. and I, mm-hmm. I, I feel that whole idea of like there's always something more to learn or something else mm-hmm. that you can become better at or become an expert at because yeah. you never know what's going to come sideswipe you or your business or your family yeah. or you know all these things that are important to you. So I love that yeah. thought. Yeah, no.
2: Okay, wait, before we get inside, we have to do our coffee cup selfie with Jan, so we don't forget. We do. yes, um, we do. This is what we like to cup. do, but-
0: Okay, yes, here we guys. go. guys. Can you and see mine? On
2: three, yes, it's a My happiness. Life. Starts with Being, ha- aww, I happiness, I have it aww, uh, me too. Yeah, okay, on three, guys, one, two, three. Yay, <laughs> all right, now we can get it, now we can get into it with Jan, cheers.
1: Yeah. Yes, we can, cheers
2: okay okay so our our format
1: today that we decided to do normally we just asked a couple of questions and then have a good conversation about it but when selena and i started coming up with questions for today we had so many questions we thought what we would do instead is a little bit of like a hot shot format where we now have seven questions for Jan and we're going to just toss them at her one by one and give her a couple minutes to answer each one so you're going to walk away with a whole bundle of tips, and then if you want more information about it, you can reach out to Jan because we're going to tell you how you can contact her. You can see what Dale Carnegie offers in terms of leadership development. I mean, that's her specialty. Um, Or you can reach out to Selena and I, and we'll muddle our way through this growing process together, right?
2: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Good. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so let's do it, Anna. Let's start that first question. All right. I'll start with question one, which is what's
1: the difference between leadership and management?
0: Yeah. Wow. That's a key question because many managers label themselves as leaders um, and they may or may not Mm be. Right. So when you think of leadership versus management, think about Mm -hmm. leading people and managing process and tasks. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. So.
0: The way you know if you're a leader, this is not, I didn't develop this, this mm-hmm. is uh, a lot of uh, authors say this, is you know that you're leading people when you look behind and there's people willing to follow you,
2: right? Mm-hmm. So you're not,
0: you're not leading if people aren't willing to follow you. You might have a title um, that yeah. says manager or you know chief, fill in the blank. But if people are not willing to follow you, then it's really tough to call yourself a leader and leaders are people who can help others um, change their attitude and behavior.
2: Okay. okay. So, okay. Man- management right.
1: is changing processes and tasks. Leaders right. is changing yeah. people and minds. Right. Yeah. I love that. Yes. That's, that's a great takeaway.
2: All right, Selena, you want to ask yes. your questions? Yes. I have so much about that, number one, but yes. Okay, Jan, oh. yeah, number two. <laughs> What are the most important decisions you make as a leader for your organization?
0: So do you mean me personally or uh, generally speaking?
2: Yeah, maybe generally speaking and then you can say personally and see if they're tied together.
0: Yeah, so the most important um, decisions you make as a leader should center around your people because right? if leadership is about leading people, it should be really about your people. It, in the Dale Carnegie programs, we mm-hmm. um, help our participants recognize that when you are a solo performer, you mm-hmm. are responsible for the results of your own actions, behaviors, mm-hmm. accomplishments. When you become a leader of people, your measure of success is determined by the performance of your team. Mm. So it's not just your solo performance anymore. It's the performance of your team. And when you're a good leader, that team performance is greater than anything you could do by yourself. So we help leaders turn the focus from their own performance to the performance of their team.
1: That's oh, wow. a really interesting concept in the sense of like, I mean, because you hear a lot about bad leadership, right? And how from the top mm-hmm. down, the CEO has to take responsibility, even though they're just signing off on something and have no actual participation in the in the processes that created the, the trouble or the trauma or the drama or whatever it is, yeah. but they're still responsible for it. So I yeah. love the idea that when you are the important decisions it takes you away from yourself and any self-interested kind of thing and puts it squarely on how you're directing that whole group uh-huh yeah that's I great know. that's great
2: okay yeah Ooh. See guys, I know. Good stuff,
1: good stuff. I know, right? It, there's like so much more I want to say. I'm like, oh, we've got like five more questions yeah. in
2: like no, 30 no. minutes. Yes. <laughs> right? yes. When we come, when we finish number seven, we'll come back to some. some re, <laughs> we'll re come back to some. We'll so, re- okay, re- next one. Re- <laughs> All right. Question number three: <laughs> is, oh my is, is leadership a learned
1: skill or is it inherent in a person's character?
0: Oh, good question, right? Yeah, right. I think that all of my research, all of my training, um, tells me that people can become a leader. There's no one type of leader that is the most effective. Uh, A person's character um, is important in any position, leadership or otherwise. A leader needs to be someone who wants to lead others. Um, if mm-hmm. not, you are a manager managing uh, non-performance, really. <gasps> um, so um, a, a leader, a leader can start with a certain skill set. Like you can see leadership skills in others, but if it's not used um, to inspire mm-hmm. others, then it's just a it's just a trait. And that's not being used, yeah. right?
2: Um, mm. So people
0: can learn to become better leaders, um, and there's always room for improvement.
1: Would you say I the like character that. is more about the style of leadership? Maybe somebody exhibits, you know, like you have. I, I'm thinking like sports coaches, right? You've got the one that's like the the mother figure, maybe a little bit, where they're encouraging with praise and positivity and the pat on the back, and then you've got the other other type of coach that's like that what's wrong with you? You know, get out. You know, <laughs> with like the yeah. I don't want to say belittling. That's not really the the word I want to use. Yeah, but it motivates with the almost criticism. The tough love, right? Tough love. Thank you, Selena. That's yeah. a great word for it. That tough love. So, do you think that's where the character comes into the leadership values? Then,
0: in that, I, sense? I, I think it's not so much character as it is style. So when we look Mm -hmm. at behavior um, on any level, um, there's usually, uh, when we talk about behavior, it's usually dropped into four different categories. So kind of what you're talking Mm -hmm. about is that uh, driver personality, right? Or that amiable personality, or you could have Mm -hmm. a leader that's more of a financial, uh, uh, has more of a financial approach. Everything relates to numbers uh, or dollar figures or cost savings. Or it could be a leader that's more technical in their approach. Mm. You have to follow the policies to a T. You know, they have memorized yeah. all of the rules and regs of their department. Um, so it, it's more of a style than it is a character.
1: So that's really so. There's four main styles. Yeah. Did we just get that from you? Then driver, amiable, yeah. financial, and technical. Yeah.
0: That's yeah.
2: Awesome. I'm ready. yeah. That's
1: awesome.
2: Yeah, that's definitely. I gotta come back I'd to that because I wanna make sure food. I read it.
1: It feels like I want to do like this self test and be like, what kind of leader am I?
2: I know. (laughs) I want Jan to tell me, what kind of leader are you, Selena? (laughs) Um, Okay, number four. We got to move to number four. We got to move to number four. I'm going. Jan, how has leadership changed over the past 20 years, would you say?
0: Oh my gosh. That's an easy one because we do a lot (laughs) of uh, programs uh, centered around leadership and developing leaders. 20 years ago, uh, leaders mm-hmm. were really fortunate that they only really needed to have three uh, communication tools to be effective. And it was because the the population um, really responded well to those three leadership tools. And so those tools are, when I need you to do something and you don't do it, I'm gonna repeat <laughs> myself because clearly you weren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. So I need to repeat myself. Right. Yeah. Um, If you if that doesn't work, then my second communication tool is I'm going to speak louder because clearly you're kind of hearing impaired. You didn't hear me the first time or the second time. So if I speak louder, (laughs) maybe you're you're, you'll be able to hear me and do what I need you to do. Right. And then (laughs) the third communication tool is that if the repeating and speaking louder didn't work, I'm going to speak harshly to you you know, that tough love mm, tone of voice, I'm gonna use yeah. that because cause I'm gonna catch your attention and then you're gonna do it because I said so. Yeah. So even as a few years as 20 years ago, that mm-hmm. perspective or approach or style worked. Wow, in the last 20 years though, um, our newest generation in the workforce, which is um, Gen Z and then those Mm -hmm. that are after Gen Z, right? Um, The millennials, Gen Z, the newest who are Mm -hmm. just graduated from high school, they don't respond well to uh, tactic number two and three. In fact, it's so, challenging to be able to keep them engaged because of social media I think and um, the technology that's available to all of us. Uh, We have Mm -hmm. as leaders need to develop other tools to be more effective. I think in the last year it's really challenged leaders like never before. It kind of slapped Mm. us you know sideways and a lot of mm. leaders are struggling. Today, our hottest topics at Dell Carnegie is centered around leadership. How do I be mm. an inspiring leader when I'm not even in the same space as mm. my people? Mm. I can't have yeah. a water cooler conversation. I can't stop by their desk. You know, mm-hmm. I have to develop new tools now. And if I'm 60 plus years old and I don't like technology, yeah. I'm really struggling.
2: Yeah, right? yeah.
0: Um, I read cool. something this past uh, weekend that just really shifted my thinking. I'm always reading because I think mm-hmm. leaders need to be re- uh, readers. And mm-hmm. the shift was that whenever we get angry about something, it's because we can't control it. Huh. So in leadership, yeah. when we get really angry about something, it's because we're not really able in the moment to control the outcome. Yeah. So if we yeah. can recognize our trigger uh, Marshall Goldsmith mm-hmm. wrote a great book called Triggers. Um, when we can mm-hmm. recognize our trigger, um, maybe, maybe if we're intentional, we can respond differently. Mm-hmm. The whole goal again is to be able to be an inspiring leader. Uh, now more than ever, we need to develop those skill sets to be able to number one mm-hmm. retain our people, but then once we retain yeah. them, inspire them to do the work that we need done in all of our organizations. Yeah. Right.
1: So. Two quick thoughts about what you said that popped into mind. The first is that old leadership style makes me feel like I'm doing the mom thing all wrong, right? Like, repeat myself, <laughs> yeah. talk louder, and then go hard. Right. <laughs> right. Like, oh, my gosh. I totally see that pattern when I'm talking to my children and they're yeah. pretending I don't, I don't exist, right? That right. was that was one right. of the first thoughts. So, but the second thing was, I feel like we should have like a question eight, which is how do you inspire people when you're not in the same space? And mm-hmm. having a remote workforce yeah. makes that very mm-hmm. difficult. And remote workforce isn't going away now, right? right? There's a lot yeah. of companies that are allowing people to make choices to stay home because they've seen that you can be effective, you can be productive, some even more productive and more yeah. effective by allowing that work right. from home opportunity so you know maybe we'll come back to that at the end but that is a yeah. really interesting question that i hadn't even thought about until yeah. you mentioned it in that mm, changing yeah. leadership styles over the past 20 years really yes interesting. i mean and that's just the last year and a half right that's not even 20 so <laughs> right so, yeah. okay yeah
2: all right selena you ready to ask question five yes Yeah. Okay, Jan, how does leadership influence employee performance and learning?
0: Oh my gosh. This is um, probably ice water on all of our faces. Our Mm -hmm. organizations reflect the skill set of our leadership. An organization reflects the skill set of our leadership. So, Mm talking about the the previous question, when you have a leader that's inflexible, that especially in the last year and a half has not grown, Mm -hmm. what will happen, um, maybe not right away, maybe not in month one, two or three, but what will happen is the performance starts to drop in that organization because the leader stops growing. The leader stops seeing the possibilities Mm -hmm. of moving forward at the organization and its performance metrics reflect that. Example, um, if we're a solopreneur, right? It's our income level. If we feel stuck, yeah. we don't move with the same ease, right? And we don't perform, yeah. our checkbook reflects that lack of growth. Um, mm-hmm. So a leader needs to be the person that casts the vision. Even if you're leading just yourself, um, Anna, you said mm-hmm. you're a solopreneur, mm-hmm. right? If, mm-hmm. Even if you're leading yourself, if your vision yeah. isn't clear about where you're going, like you feel stuck, like we have for the last you know 14 months, yeah. then it's reflected in our performance. Right. Same thing if you have a team. If you're stuck, your team reflects who you are as a leader. Yeah. And and if learning yeah. isn't a part of that, <gasps> right? It, mm-hmm. I think it's really I think it's really important as a leader to always be getting filling up your cup because you're always mm-hmm. giving it out. Right. You're helping your tea. If you yeah. are others focused, you're helping others develop and grow. You need to fill your cup, too, because mm-hmm. if, if you yeah. give everything that you are, then you have nothing else to give. Yeah. Right. So you always yeah. have to be, you know, uh, filling up your own cup. And I don't know if your parents mm-hmm. told you this, but they told me this all the time when I was growing up. You are like the people you hang around with. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. if you're hanging out with yes. people who aren't growing, it rubs off on you, yeah. right? And it's <gasps> it, it's not that they're bad people, mm-hmm. right? But it rubs right. off on you, and you become yeah. like the people you hang out with. Yeah. So I like hanging yeah. out with you guys because you guys yeah. are green and growing, yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. how can we look more? How can we become more? And yeah. there's greatness in all of our people. Our mm-hmm. challenge as yeah. leaders is how do we find out what that is, what motivates them mm-hmm. and bring that out? Because when people are motivated by what's important to them, they perform better, they yeah. show up better, they inspire others. You know, it's like a drop in a pond yeah. and it and and it ripples yes. out. Yes.
2: Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that so- is so
1: true. Can I just I'm, I'm going to go off script for just a second, because I'm really curious when you find yourself in that <laughs> moment where you're not growing and you're stuck and you're looking at your business and you're looking at, you know, your people and right. you're like, uh OK, so leadership is stagnant. Right. Mm-hmm. What would be your number one tip? What do you do next? Like, what would you tell someone to do What's step one for getting out of that rut?
0: So step one would be to stop doing what you're doing. Ah, okay. Mm, step, step back, yeah. step back, yeah. right? Um, and this is what happened with me in COVID. My entire business went mm. from best month ever in 10 years to zero. Oh, no! <laughs> devastating, <laughs> yeah. devastating, mm. devastating. Uh, yeah. uh, I said, oh my gosh, do I need to go get a job? Uh, what would it be like for me to collect unemployment? Yeah. Gosh, would they even approve me? Cause I'm an entrepreneur. All of those, those things that keep you stuck. Right. So instead you stop mm-hmm. what you're doing, take a little break, right? Mm-hmm. That might be, yeah. um, take the rest of the day off if you're the leader Yeah, and go to a place where you start thinking, what if and what can I do to move mm. forward, right? You're either going backward, yeah. you're staying the same place, or you're moving forward. You got to keep moving forward. Yeah, You yeah. cannot allow yeah. the environment to put you on, um, you know, to put the brakes on. Because if you, can, if, yeah, yeah. if you can't move forward, your people can't move yeah. forward either.
1: I love that recognition right. of those three things. You're either going backward, you're staying stagnant, or you're moving forward. There really is no other option. Yeah. I mean, you could sideways, right. but that's really kind of stagnant. You know, that's
2: <laughs>
0: right. not really going right. anywhere. But okay, I love that. Yeah. All right, yeah, and remember, it's the leaders. No, yeah, it's the leader's responsibility to cast vision, to show the people where they're going, right? And if you, as the leader, can't cast that vision because you don't have one anymore because COVID hit, and and I'm struggling, am I going to be alive? You know, all of those things that are very real concerns, your people are going to reflect that. Maybe not today, but maybe next week or next month or three months from now, when you don't hit your goals,
1: right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that makes sense. I mean, they're all tied Mm -hmm. together. So yeah, Yeah. yes, okay. All right, question number six, Jan. What one mistake do you see leaders yeah. making more frequently than others? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, there's so many. Her there there are many, work.
2: there are many. You know, She's like, many.
0: Oh,
2: let me pick one.
0: <laughs> I think it's very easy for, it's very easy for leaders to pretend that everything's just fine, Mm -hmm. that um, we just keep moving. We just keep moving and we're gonna do the same thing that we did. I I spoke to a leader last week and that leader said to me, everybody needs to come back to work. They need to come back to work Um, because, and and there's, there's no different reason other than before the pandemic, we all worked in the office. Mm hmm. And so it's the leader's comfort zone that everybody needs to be in the office. Right. Right. Um, Nothing wrong with that, except the workforce doesn't want to come back to the office. Right. (laughs) They don't feel safe there yet. They They don't don't feel safe. Right. Yeah. Right. And so. You know, um, physiologically, as we get older, if we don't stretch, we get rigid right? And when you don't stretch, you break.
2: Yeah. Or
0: in this case, in leadership, you break your people. And right now, mm. all of us yeah. cannot afford to have our people quit on us and go somewhere else where they feel more valued, mm-hmm. where they feel mm-hmm. that, that your leader cares about you. We can't afford that. We need to be that leader. So yeah. we need to stretch and say, what inspires mm-hmm. our people? And what can I do to continue to inspire them to perform at the level that I need them to perform Mm -hmm. so that our organization, our department, our team can be successful.
1: And when you Mm -hmm. stop and think back to what you said earlier, which is that you as a leader, your success is squarely placed on how are your employees doing? So if you're losing employees, you're doing something wrong. Right. You know, there's there's something that's not right the way you're communicating or your rigidity, yeah. rigidity I guess in mm-hmm. in your policies or you, you're clearly not hearing or understanding mm-hmm. their needs set so they can thrive right. is what so, is right. yeah, very interesting.
0: yeah Del, you know Dale yeah. Carnegie did a, a study um, all the way back to 2012 and they've continued to um, mm-hmm. add on to the study on employee engagement. And uh, there's been many like big studies on employee engagement. It's, was the, it was the phrase in leadership for about five years. We're talking about it now because we need to figure out how to engage our team. But there are three things that drive engagement. Mm. One is the, and this is the one that we have the most control over, is the relationship with your immediate supervisor. Mm. When that relationship is good, mm. the employee mm. tends to perform. When the relationship yeah. is bad, right, the employee performs less. The second thing is trust in senior leadership. Are the leaders doing what they say needs to be done? Are they doing what they say? Mm -hmm. So trust in senior leadership. And the last is pride in the organization. So when those three things are in place, you have high engagement, right? And engagement is winning the hearts and minds of your people. They're doing that extra. They're making that extra phone yes. call on customer service, right? They're completing mm-hmm. the task before they go home. You know, that's an engaged workforce as opposed to nope, four o'clock, I'm right. out of here. Right, right. I yeah. can't wait to leave this yeah, place. Right. <laughs> right. I sit yeah. in my car until eight o'clock and then I show up. Mm-hmm. That's right. right. That's not, yeah. that's a partially engaged workforce.
1: And I mean, on in right. my okay, years I of working, have, I've been there. Okay, a sorry. Go question, ahead, real
0: Cindy. fast, and, yeah. and
2: Jan. Oh wait, did I pop off? Am I still no, here? No, you're, you're here. Okay, go I'm ahead. Here still, her, her, right? Okay, yes. my okay, Jan. I have a question. So, if you're a solopreneur, right? And this, like, like you said, like how it's almost like everything you just said, though. It's like it definitely applies to yourself, like you, you know, you're also your own employee. So do things like be kind to yourself, like, you yes. know what I mean? Uh, do things that you'll like yourself for so that you will continue to do well for yourself and your own business. Like, right. just because you're one person doesn't mean you don't need
0: to be a leader for for you. Right? Right. Right. I, so yeah. think about, you know, think about why are you doing what you do? What is it that you're getting out of it? Yes, we all need money. Yeah. They still don't take rocks at the store. Um, you know, we need to we need to right. operate with whatever currency you use, right? But most of us mm-hmm. when we have a level of accomplishment, we're not doing it just for the money. You yeah. still need money, but it's not just the money. Right. Right? Why do you why do yes. you do it? Right. Right. And when you do when you get the results that you want. What do you do to motivate yourself to do it again
1: yeah so i threw up question seven because i felt like selena's follow-on just fit right into that as a one person oh, yeah. business is leadership important mm-hmm. right so i love the idea that as an entrepreneur or a solopreneur you know or small business owner you know where maybe you're working right. with your husband, or you've got like maybe one one employee, but they're a VA or something along those lines, and you know it's very yeah. it's or contract employees where right. you have to also look internally and say what why am I still doing this? Am I finding joy in it? How do I refind right. the joy in what I'm doing? Yeah, so, right. Because that's that growth level we've been talking about. Otherwise, you go stagnant and you just yeah. do the same over and over mm-hmm. again, you don't see the financial growth, you
0: don't see the personal growth, you don't see the business growth. So right. yeah, that's yeah. great. What, what I see a lot of entrepreneurs doing, and I'm an entrepreneur too, right, um, right. is that we work ourselves to the bone, to the point where we hate, oh, yes. we, we hate our lifestyle, we hate our job, we hate, we don't hate the work that we're doing, but we hate everything else about mm-hmm. it. And why is because we're not, speaking to what motivated us to do it in the first place. Some of us really want to do it because of the flexibility, the ability to be with our kids, the ability to be available to our spouse, especially military spouses, right? Mm -hmm. They want to keep that flexibility Mm -hmm. so that they can be their best for the people that mean the most to them. Mm -hmm. But what happens is as you get busy, because entrepreneurs tend to be really good at accomplishing things is that we're now working yes. all day and all night. We, we are not working out and taking care of ourselves. You know, when the kids cry, we're like irritated because because we have so much <laughs> to do, right? We need to go back yes. on what motivated us and make sure that our priorities are in the right place
1: mm-hmm. I so love- that we ha-
0: we're there for the long haul. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like like it's like almost like an every six month or every quarter check in you kind of have to have with yourself where you do stop yeah. and say, because yeah. recently I just I just deleted some services off of my business for this very reason. Flexibility was a huge yeah. thing for me. that was, <clears throat> It was one of the yeah. reasons I wanted to do this. And I'm like, I don't even have time to. Sit with my kids for an hour and help them with their math work, or you know, whatever it is that, yeah, I wanted to be uh, there for them for, and so yeah, this that's so good. That I mean, it really, I feel like you're talking yeah. directly to this woman right here, <laughs> you're talking directly <laughs> right? to her yeah. right now.
0: No,
2: well, you know, <laughs> I mean, really, you've, if you've, you've reached to be longer.
0: I know. (laughs) You've reached a level of success, Anna, when you can begin to say no.
1: Yeah. And well, also, so I have this great mentor that I absolutely love. But one of the things she also reminded me, she said, you pick and choose the things that you really love that re- help you keep that joy. You don't have to offer mm-hmm. every service. You can contract that out mm-hmm. to someone else. You can tell them, yeah. you can, like you said, you can say, no, you can say, yeah. no, this is not yeah. something I do any longer or that i right. provide yeah. any longer. Um, right. And I, I forget yeah. that because I'm a very customer service minded. So I want to make sure that they get everything they possibly need. And if I know I can do it. But mm-hmm. my t- mm-hmm. my time doesn't allow for it, so that's I think that's something that we do fall into as entrepreneurs, you know, um, small business owners, where we think we can we yeah. can give them everything they need, but the re- end result is we're miserable, right? You know, we might be right. making money, we might have a profitable yeah. and growing business, but we are miserable, and that's when you're going to see that backlash of bad leadership. I'm going to call it. Come into play because we're not caring for
0: ourselves. Right. So, yeah. And we often take it out on the people that matter to us the most. The people that we say are the most important to us, um, those are the ones that we end up taking it out on, which is not what we want to do. Yeah. um, Mm -hmm. But those are the people that we are the most real with, right? Yeah.
1: I'm thinking back to that conversation yes. we just had where it's I'm going to repeat myself then I'm going to speak louder <laughs> yes. then I'm going to say it yeah. harshly. <laughs> right.
2: Oh my gosh. Right. We're going to make some changes in all aspects of our life. Okay, I don't mean to move us along but um we, I know. we, have, we we're we are near the end but I Jan, I feel like you need to come on like again at some <laughs> point because this was you are dropping so much good like knowledge here that i'm like yeah i feel like you're my also like my like a uh, leadership therapist do you know what i mean like that's what <laughs> <difficult. laughs> you should be called i do try. feel like i've had oh. a little
1: leadership care ter- therapy this morning i'm like oh my
0: gosh
2: right
1: got some changes to make yes yes
0: yeah <laughs> well both yes. both of you brought up something really really interesting yeah. and that is um mm-hmm. uh, mentorship. Right, leadership therapy mm-hmm. yeah. is another word for mentorship. Yeah. Um, I think every leader needs to have a mentor. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, And Agreed. not someone who wants um, to have a job with you, because I don't. The personally, my philosophy is, um, when I take on a lead, um, a mentor client, um, a consulting mm-hmm. client mm-hmm. on one-to-one, like executive coaching, I'm very clear yeah. that I'm I'm here for an assignment. The evidence right. of my effectiveness is that you don't need me anymore.
1: Yeah. Mm. right. I don't
0: want a job. Yeah. I don't want a job that you're right. going to pay me X dollars an hour forever. I want to help you get to the next yeah. level. And then I want to let you go and be successful. Yeah. Now, you could always come back right. with a new challenge. But the goal <laughs> right. is, um, you know, start to finish and then you're you're confident that you can move on your own and continue to grow. And I think, but I think everybody needs, everybody needs to recognize or have mentors. Um, I have Mm -hmm. uh, just before COVID, which I find so interesting that I did this before COVID is I had a mentor that I paid for myself out of pocket and talked to him every week for an hour for almost two years. Wow! I really needed to grow, and I couldn't do it on my own. I have another mentor Mm -hmm. that I tie into about once a quarter. I haven't talked to him in six months, but usually once a quarter, and it's about a Mm three-hour session going over my goals, what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. Um, And based on his expertise, um, he really guides me to the next level. And then I don't really need to speak to him probably for another um, three or six months. I've also, during COVID, really tied into podcasts like this one, um, who can feed me uh, information and concepts and ideas, help me to think differently, to be able to continue to move my team forward. Um, the, The big challenge is that if there's no interaction, you're dependent on your ability to receive and process information accurately and then apply it accurately. So sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. So you have to be recognizing when it doesn't.
1: I I really, this is one of the reasons why I love LinkedIn as a platform is because I feel like people Mm -hmm. can put their thoughts out there and then you can comment back and forth and really dig deep into some of the topics and ideas. And and I say LinkedIn because it's mostly focused on professional growth, right? As far as Mm -hmm. a platform. But also like, I think Clubhouse offers also an opportunity for you to have input And ask Mm -hmm. questions about topics that really interest you. So, there are some really good social media platforms out there if people are looking. Mm -hmm. And then, I also just want to throw out for anybody listening right now like, if you're a military spouse specifically, there are a couple of mentorship programs available to you right now for free, like no payment, people that are just willing to help military spouse entrepreneurs grow because this is such a huge area of of conversation right now. The fact that, you know, when you move every two to three years, you don't have the opportunity to maintain a 20 year professional career. And so they're, they're developing these programs for military spouses to help them through the process of figuring out how to become a leader, how to grow a business, how to manage a business, like all those things Mm -hmm. that are available. So I love that you, you know, that you reiterated mentorship. I personally, I started mine a little over a year ago. We've since finished our time frame but mm-hmm. she has graciously said I want you to keep calling me I want you to continue to connect with me and for me it's nothing but beneficial to have someone to bounce yeah. ideas off of and I feel like that's kind of I mean you you were great today in that sense like I really feel like I gathered a lot of good like leadership direction things that I can improve mm-hmm. on things that I need to look at that I hadn't even considered um, until yeah. we have this today Jan. So thank
0: you so much. You're welcome. You know, um, I know that you um, really um, look to help military spouses and um, I think some of those programs come through MWR right on on the bases? Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, There some of them through yes some of them through that are like the family
0: services uh, programs. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then uh, the uh, Small Business Administration yeah, um, mm-hmm. have a women's business leadership. And that is a great place. If if someone oh. has never started a business before, they have free mm-hmm. or almost free um, workshops. I do know that in Hawaii, they actually go out mm-hmm. to the bases and they do basic oh. business education, which is that really, is really awesome. powerful. Yeah.
1: That I is. know that Yeah, powerful. SBA also does their SCORE mentorship, which yes. is, any small business owner that mm-hmm. just needs that little extra help with, you know, I don't know what to do mm-hmm. on the financial side. I don't know what to do on, yeah. you know, the employee training side. And so right. I, right. I, I have a couple of clients that utilize them for that. And that also is a free or almost free um, opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, so many yes. things out there. Like, there's zero reason we need to be doing this on our own, like yes. by ourselves. That's right. right.
2: Yeah, yeah. don't be scared to do that. Um, I I do want okay. I want to pop up Jan because I think people are going to be really interested in how they can find you. So let them know where you would love for them to connect with you, if not just LinkedIn.
0: Yeah. So yes, I'm a I'm a big fan of LinkedIn. Um, I've learned so much from the platform and um, recognize the ability to build a network far beyond the reaches of where I live um, mm-hmm. and reaching into um, different. Um, levels of expertise in business um, and things that I'm interested in um, and in life. So I highly recommend connecting through LinkedIn. Um, but I'm available. It's very easy to find me. I'm on social media. My email is very easy to find. Um, it's uh, jan.kaeo at dalecarnegie.com. Um, I answer everything myself, so I don't have, I'm not big enough to have somebody else answer my, um, my correspondence. Um, I'm crazy busy, but um, I love, you know, I'm in this business um, at sort of the end of my career to be able to help others be successful. That's what I find really, really yeah. gratifying to know that I can get, um, help people get unstuck and help them move yes. forward again. Does yes. that look
2: right, Jan?
0: Yes. Jan? Yes. That- yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Connect with her there. That's awesome. Yes. Okay. So, um, unfortunately, we're at the end of our show, right? We've got to wrap it up. Yeah. So much. Connect with Jan. Um, I don't want to be, but. I know. Yeah. Right? I know. I know. Thank you so much again, Jan, for joining Thank us you. today.
0: Thanks um, for having me. Yeah.
1: yeah. We want to throw yeah. up our tip Yes. Yes. Caitlin Eldridge of Eldridge CPA. She is our financial wise woman and she has provided us a tip for all of our shows for the past couple of seasons, which we love. And today's tip is to review your expenses every two to three months. Are there subscriptions you no longer use? some that you can, uh, some that you only need occasionally, turn those off and on rather than leaving them running. So if you can save yourself mm-hmm. a few bucks every quarter because you don't need something that you thought you needed or you needed just for a small amount of time, don't let those yeah. run and just waste money while you're at it. So just something to think about. Yeah. Okay, for sure.
2: And then our toolkit, we said, why not? Let's bring it back up, right, Anna?
1: Absolutely.
2: Last week we talked about social
1: media and we created an eight things to do daily social media checklist. And this is for anyone that is on any social platform. It just gives you some general tips that you should think about every single day. And it should take you less than a half an hour to an hour to do your social media. If you follow this consistently. Um, so you can catch it on our resources yeah. page on the selena.com website. Yay. We love our website, which is yeah. not quite built yet, but it's coming, <laughs> coming, <laughs> it's coming. Um, okay. So yeah. next week, I want to throw this out there. Next week we have Amy Updraft. Yeah. She's with the veteran spouse project. Amy is someone who took a passion and turned it into a nonprofit business. So she is a playwright and she has now developed this beautiful program for active and retired and veteran military spouses. And we're going to just talk about that process of when you love something and you have this massive passion for it and you create something beautiful. And then like just that next step, where do you go with it? What do you do with it? How do you make it like? Build into a business for yourself. Right. Um, yeah, right. And then last but not least, of course, find us on parentsleen.com. Share, like, and subscribe mm-hmm. on any of the podcast platforms. Or you can go to our YouTube channel. We would love for you to yes. subscribe there. Um, we're almost to yeah. our 100
2: subscribers, people. Please yes. help us out. Yes. <laughs> So if you're listening to the podcast you will see the youtube link for jan's episode in the description so make sure to click it so you can actually watch the show because we think it'll be fantastic yes
1: absolutely thank you again jan for joining us yes. today thank you for yeah. everyone that tuned in live and if you're catching yeah. the replay make sure and leave us a comment and let us know that yeah. you watched
2: Yes. All right. All right. Thank you so yeah, much, thank ladies. Much right, success guys. to you. Aloha. Thank you yes. again. Aloha. Aloha. Yeah. Aloha. Bye. <laughs>